bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the barrel's in your mouth. Bring them out, 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 What's up? What's up, everybody? Back. I am your center of attention, the Italian Stallion, Jimmy Pilato. Um, I'm honestly glad it's another week that I can do this because at this point, I feel like everything had been piling up to the point where I was going to have too much to talk about. But I get to get some shit off my chest today. Um, I'm going to record this portion just with myself, and then I'm going to have Kyle come over later. Um, you guys know Kyle from the big group episodes that we've been doing. Um, Kyle also was doing the uh, radio with me, um, Voice of the Valley, with Ray, one of the RDs on campus. We were actually uh, doing an hour talk show with him, and uh, I know his character on the show so far has been the drunk possibly gay guy and that's been fine because uh that's been the environment that we've been doing these group podcasts in but now um just wanted to get him on he's my only uh, i'll say like point of contact with anybody else i know there's a couple people on staff that um feel the same way that i do that if we're not licking each other's faces then we can be in the same room together and have a conversation and i would much rather do that than you know sit in my room for the fourth day in a row. This is honestly a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Um, I thought it was bullshit when I had to uh, come back and um, there was some thoughts about whether or not I should come back or whether or not I needed to come back. And I decided that I should come back and um, I guess whatever I thought it was going to be, it has been 180 degrees the opposite Thought I'd be able to just get on board with online classes. Those suck. I hate those. Um, this thing has been taking so much. Like, it doesn't... I'm surprised we haven't given up the country to this stupid virus already. It's not that much worse than anything that we've ever dealt with. Yeah, it transfers to a lot of people. Yes, some people do suffer with it. And I wish nobody to get sick. But honestly, what I dealt with in the fall was a lot fucking worse than what this could have done. I will take the coronavirus every single year over what I already have gone through. And I know that not everybody has to go through something like that. And I'm probably sounding like a, a jackass right now. But we just got the email that our commencement has been moved from May to September. So... Even though I was probably starting to wrap my head around uh, slow playing the job market a little bit when I graduated, now it's for sure. I'm not doing anything until after I, I walk because I want this want this damn commencement, want that recognition. This was supposed to be like my semester where I finally got to be a normal college student and I got to put a bow on my time here. I'm in the same fucking building that I was when I first got here. And now I get to spend the first three months and the last three months of my college experience on the same floor, in the same place, doing the same thing, and I don't. This is nothing. It doesn't even feel like I'm a senior, honestly. It took all the steam out of anything heading towards grad graduation. And now it's just like, 
I feel like I'm working for a remote company that I don't even really want to. Having to deal with uh, classmates that are annoying. I mean, I have... I've been talking about this trapeze class a lot since I started this podcast because it's one of the more interesting things that I had to do this semester. And I've had no problems with the class. I actually kind of enjoyed it. I felt like I could use some of the movement techniques and stuff, like the, the theater techniques I could use for my broadcasting and I felt like it actually made my um, live broadcast better this season but right now we're communicating over a, a damn email chain which makes no sense I don't understand why that's going on we have plenty of other things that we could be communicating through we have online software that we're already all hooked up to and we don't have to continually bombard people with Emails that have no point. Uh, Emails that are just like a yes, I agree with that. Yes, whatever. This is so dumb. And we didn't have to do any of this. We could still be going to to freaking school. Like, I just don't get why this scared people so much. I don't get why the media decided to take this and use it as the freaking boogeyman for so long. This This is like a cough and a sneeze. There's no reason that anything should be shut down. There is absolutely no rhyme or reason, especially for as long as we have been. We should already be back out and being normal again. This is going to make the rest of this year so much more difficult. Like, yeah, everybody's going to be a lot happier, but nobody's going to be in a better place. Everybody's still going to be trying to deal with getting back on the same wavelength as they were before all this shit hit the fan. That's why I'm looking around and starting to see, like, the UFC is going to put on UFC 249. I think that's great. Prove that we can have some sort of event, and that's not a demographic that is going to be affected by the coronavirus. They're not afraid of getting the coronavirus. If the coronavirus got into a UFC fighter, I think that thing would never come back and it would probably take every strain that it had in the world out. So that's that's perfect. I'm more than happy with that. I do think football will be back. Um, I think that football is going to look like shit for the first half of the season next year because nobody's going to be practicing or at the facility or anything like that. That's fine. I'm just so sick and tired of it and I'm trying to use this platform as a way to speak for the rest of my class. If you were a senior, high school or college or fucking graduate school at that in 2020, I understand how pissed off you are. I understand that none of this makes sense. I have a friend that won't be able to walk because they moved graduation to the day of one of their friends' weddings that they happen to be the maid of honor in. Anything that anybody did over this past two months that think they helped or think like the government telling us, Polis telling us that we needed to stay home because it was safer for everybody. Yeah, for two weeks, like stay home during the week that we were supposed to have spring break. Maybe stay home the week after just to make sure that nothing's going. Everything is going down. There's no fucking peak. The peak has happened already. We're not going to get another one. That's not happening. There is no need for us to be locked down in isolation anymore. All we're doing is ruining 
what could have been a good year. Like, the start of this decade is going to be shit for the rest of this year. It's going to take us an entire eight months to get back from being shut down for two months against our will, not being able to do anything. I live, I've lived and gone to school in a place for four years that I think might not be able to recover from this. The amount of mom and pop shops that are in Gunnison, the amount of mom and pop restaurants, they're not making money for two months and they don't have the infrastructure to do so. Nobody starts a business thinking, oh, the government is going to shut us down, especially in a place where it's never happened before, even though we dealt with uh, swine flu and um, SARS and, and all that. This has like a quarter of the infectivity rate that measles does, and I don't think that we're scared of measles like we were way back when. And that's with a fucking vaccine. It's a 16% infection rate for measles. It's like three. Uh, the estimates are one and a half to th maybe four for this stupid virus. There are people that do need to worry about it, but they are the minority. We should be making everybody who can work should be going to work so that we can facilitate what the at-risk population needs. This was the wrong move. This is going to be the wrong move. I feel like this could set us up for more problems than we ever would have had if we would have just gone about our lives, been a little bit cleaner, and not licked each other's faces. I honestly, like, that's the only thing. That or spitting in somebody's mouth is the only thing that could have really transferred coronavirus like they thought it was going to. We were not in a bad situation when this thing hit. We're in a very bad situation now. I don't understand the stock market well enough, but I don't think that it's going to come back for the rest of the year. I survived the 2008 recession, and I honestly feel like everybody was 10 times happier then than they are now, and this continues just to go worse. <sighs> I don't really care if you agree with me or not at this point this is this needs to be said for people that are in my situation who got their last portion of their schooling taken from them and now they just have to be robots and go to school online and learn online and not deal with friends and not get into the job market when they wanted to and push back everybody else's life so that we could protect 5% of the population who could have been at risk for this when they probably could have been protecting themselves a lot better if uh, everybody else was still working the same. But no, now they do have to go out and get shit. And now it's it's not like we did anything with this. We didn't do We didn't accomplish a single thing other than piss off a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of kids that didn't get to finish out their schooling and piss off a whole bunch of dogs whose owners are around just all the time now. Don't think that that relationship isn't going to be strained for a little bit because now when everybody does go back, dogs are going to be freaking out like, hey, everybody was just here and now they have to go back. Dogs don't like that dramatic shift. That's why you're not supposed to move so much when you have a dog. Not like if they can just do I didn't understand that the government could have done this. I thought they would have used it in a lot better situation than they did. I thought that I don't know. I feel like we got 
half pregnant on this and we're like, oh, we're going to shut down, but kind of. Like, you should just stay in your house, but you can also leave if you need to. Yeah, I know everybody gets cooped up a little bit, so you can go and stretch your legs and everything if you want to. And they did that so that they didn't look like China or Russia or one of these countries where the government can control when you take a dump and when you decide to flush. But this is, all it did was piss people off. All it did was put the country in a bad position. All it did was ruin April and possibly May and probably a good portion of June before people are just pissed off and over it. We're going to have one hell of a hangover towards the end of this year. Because once everything comes back, it's on. Like, oh. What is it? It's nine nine months from March and April. We're just gonna have millions more kids running around. I don't have a problem with that. I actually think that that's fine. That's it's whatever. But for now, like the only good thing that came out of this was I've been able to catch up on some Netflix shows. I padded my stats on some video games. I was in a position where I didn't necessarily have to care about school all that much, but I was also in a position where I was finally enjoying my college experience for the first time since I was a sophomore. I had a group of friends that I could go and hang out with whenever. Like, I just could show up. Didn't matter. We would go to the gym all the time. I was working out. I was healthy. I was happy. I was getting mentally prepared to move to the next portion of my life now i feel like i'm getting mentally prepared to be the millennial that everybody told me not to be and i'm gonna have to move back into my house for who knows how long because i have no clue when the market's gonna reset and lucky me i'm in the i'm in the field want to do the job that got taken away first when all this shit happened i said it over on, on the last episode when i was talking about like, athletes think that they're way more important than they are. Sports was the first thing to go. Like, I'm glad the next time that we're going to deal with a pandemic, I know that my job is the first one to go. That makes me feel great. It's like going into real estate after the market crashed in 2008. Yeah, it's going to go well now, for, for now, for however long, but they can always just pull the rug right out from under you. And you have no control over that. That's great. That's what I want to hear. I feel like my country has my best interests at heart. When I could have been going to work for the past month and a half and not gotten sick. Could have been finishing up school and not gotten sick because I'm not dumb. I wash my hands. I don't... Like, the people that I'm closest to, I don't... Wouldn't have gotten close enough to transfer the virus to them if I had it. And I never had it. And I'm supposedly immunocompromised at this point because I'm only like six months away from being in the ICU of seven blood transfusions. I'll say it again. I dealt with way worse. Any I could have come up with any situation with this stupid-ass virus. I would have dealt with way worse back in October. I hope something is done to give back... To the people who have lost basically everything from this. I just don't. I don't get it. Like. We were in a good place. And and then we just decided. Hey you know what. Let's take that good place. 
Let's bury our heads in the ground like a stupid-ass ostrich. And let's continue to move on because that's all we can do is just continue to move on. Make it work. Make it work. Make it better. Make it better. But the other thing that I wanted to do with this solo portion, and I'm going to wrap it up soon so that we don't go super over if Kyle and I get caught up in a conversation later or not. Um, I did talk about some of the Netflix shows that I watched. I did finish All-American. I know I, I talked about it. I was about halfway through the second season that was on Netflix. Um, overall, it probably could have been like a 14-episode 14, 14 season. It didn't have to be 23 like it was. Um, I feel like they were dragging it out way farther than they needed it to. Um, my biggest problem with a show, like I told you guys, my biggest, the biggest thing that I like about a show is when I can try and guess what's going to happen and I'm never, they, they always keep me a little bit off kilter, a little bit off on, on what I thought was going to go on. All-American did the opposite to where they were just throwing drama into places where it didn't necessarily need to be. Um, ever since, like, and this is, if you're watching the show and you haven't finished it, spoiler alert, coming in 3, 2, 1, I would just skip until, um, probably, I would just skip until the Kyle port, or skip at, at least five minutes forward because I'm going to go through the biggest, the main, the main points from the season and, and why I enjoyed it and why I think they could have just ended it after that. Spencer's dad, Corey, came back at the end of the first season. Everybody knows that. Um, there was That was the drama that they created at the end of last season was whether or not Dylan was Corey's son. Um, so he's still there. He's still going through life like he, he is Dylan's dad because as far as he knows and as far as anybody knows at this point, he is. Um, Grace James, Spencer's mom, Spencer and Dylan's mom actually didn't know if – Dylan was Corey's, or if he was uh, Billy's, the head coach at Beverly High School with Spencer. Um, so it goes through with him, um, Corey's back, and uh, the big thing at the beginning of the season was whether or not Spencer was going to leave Bever Beverly, come back to South Crenshaw, because Corey was going to be the coach. Ultimately, uh about a quarter of the way through the season after Corey had brought in the one of the guys that he had raised back in Nevada when he was growing when he was away from the original family um, brings him from Nevada out to South Crenshaw lives with Corey basically Corey's been his dad since he can remember um, so he really enjoys that he's gonna go play with Corey at South Crenshaw Spencer gets pretty upset about this tries to get Darnell to Go back to Nevada. Um, I was completely on board with everything that happened up until that point. And then Spencer makes, the I think, the good decision that he was going to stay at Beverly because he would rather Corey just be his dad instead of, just, instead of being his coach and his dad. He wanted to work on being a father and a son and not add in the added, well, you didn't actually play that well over the weekend, so I don't necessarily like you as much as I... I thought I did, which doesn't always happen, but I feel like was liable to happen in that relationship when they hadn't been around each other all that much. Corey ends up leaving again, 
which um, right before he leaves, they end up explaining the reason why he never made it to the NFL like Billy did. Um, originally, everybody just thought that Billy was the better of the two, and actually Corey had, uh, I can't remember the type of cancer, but he was battling cancer, I beat it twice, and then Corey leaves because it had come back a third time, but he had never explained to anybody in Los Angeles why he was as um, as fluid as as he had been. Um, He doesn't like to deal with the pain in front of other people. Um, He's of the mind and of the generation, and I think that there's still a lot of people like this. I actually think that, like, um, my generation's parents would have still been like this, where they hide all their pain and basically shove it down, swallow it, have a big lump in their chest for the rest of their life, but they're not going to put it out on anybody else, and they're fine with that. And that's what Corey was with this cancer. End up finding him, Grace Darnell and Dylan find him, convince him to come back to Los Angeles. They pack up the cars, get ready to go. Corey's dead. I kind of saw that one coming because uh, they had made Spencer such a strong character without Corey, and they were kind of taking some of that away each time that they had a new father-son moment. I enjoyed everything everything that they did together. Um, But I think with the way that they wanted to move the show progressive characters uh, Dylan and Spencer had to not be with Corey um, I think that was more important for the show than to have a strong nuclear family and then that's where the show started to kind of unravel that's about halfway through the season um, in the next episode Spencer quits football for about three months uh, Layla who I was actually like Layla and Olivia were my two favorite female characters in the show. And uh, Layla, at the beginning of the season, is dealing with her depression after her dad came back. She smashed her house up at the end of the first season because she just... She, even though her dad was still... Like, she knew where her dad was, felt even less connected to her dad than Spencer did. And Spencer's dad wasn't even there for eight years of his life. So she's dealing with all of that. And um, has another a few man, more manic episodes and then checks herself into rehab for depression because her dad tells her that her mom struggled with depression too. So it makes sense that they would be the same similar people and, and have to deal with similar trauma in similar ways. So she does end up going to rehab for a little bit. Asher and Olivia get back together, but then you figure out Asher um, has been taking steroids. It's very much along the lines of Friday Night Lights, a TV show, if you remember that. At a certain point in that show, and I think it was after Saracen was ready to graduate, they were just kind of like throwing unnecessary drama. Like, oh, everybody's dealt with this. Well, actually, no, not everybody's dealt with that. Because then Spencer gets shot, almost dies, decides to have a risky surgery so that he can come back and play football afterwards, but also risks the possibility of losing full mobility in his right arm from the neck down. Neck to his fingertips. Excuse me. And um, decides that he should come back. And uh, just from then on, it was like very forced. Everything up until that point, I could have 
like I had no problem with happening, especially in that sequence. And then towards the end of it, it was just like, okay, his dad died and he got shot. And now he has to rehab and his arm's going numb. And that, and then the last thing that happens in the season was he goes to grab something, his hand, his arm goes numb, drops it, and then you don't know whether or not his arm is going to be fine. And that was, that was just a forced cliffhanger. Everything was forced after episode 13. So I'm not sure if I'm going to watch season 3 now. I know that season 3 is ready to go. I love the characters. I wish I wanted to watch. Like, I wish season 2 ended in a better way and got me more excited to watch season three but honestly it's just like oh well what are they going to come up with now that i'm going to have to follow along with and be okay with for the rest of the show so i wish they would have just kind of instead of forcing drama they would have just stuck with the same story that they had been telling because um, at the end they start talking about gentrification and and all that kind of stuff, which is fine. It makes sense with the times that we're living in and the place that they are in to where it's uh, a hood and people think that they should just come in and make it not a hood anymore and that would fix everything. But they hadn't talked about that the entire show. So, like, why is it getting brought up now at the end of the second season when you guys hadn't dealt with that or talked about that or acknowledged that up until then? So that was my main problem with All-American Season 2. I know a lot of people did like it. It was top 10 trending in the United States for pretty much a week. Um, or not a week, like uh, a good portion of the of the quarantine so far. It's been in the top 10. So if you're a fan of uh, sports TV shows, if you love Friday Night Lights, I think you'll enjoy this. Um, I just had some problems with it towards the end that it kind of turned me off of it but I wouldn't not recommend it to somebody and I'm probably going to end up watching season three just because at that point who knows where anybody's going to be and if there's one thing that this quarantine has showed us is that you kind of got to be ready for anything no matter what so I'm going to say that I'm not watching season three now but who knows what's going to happen between now and when that comes out it's probably going to be an entire year so who knows where anybody's going to be um, at that point but so that was the main thing that I did over this week, the other thing was I got very into uh, the video games that I'd been playing, and I gave a lot of them back, actually, um, to my dad and my sister when they came and took her stuff back. So right now I just have Madden, um, NHL 20, I Madden 20, NHL 20, MLB 19, Mafia 3, and I just bought Grand Theft Auto 5. Um, I, I just got started getting into that. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet, but we're going to keep going with it. But, um, for the careers that I have played, and this is good because I'll end with kind of like a segue into Kyle's portion, but MLB 19, I've made a position player and a pitcher because I played both. So I kind of like to be both. Um, and I name them off of, I either name them off of what I think sounds the most Italian or, uh, character from a movie that I like that I wanted to see what they would do if they played in a different sport. So my uh, position player is Shane Falco. He's number 16, the center fielder for the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, he set a new hitting streak record at 80 games and a new home run record for the season at 80 um, and finished with 168 RBIs over a 500 uh, batting average and was called straight up from double A to the majors. Um, 
So that I thought was pretty cool. And now he's in his second year. I haven't gone through the spring training with him because I kind of go back and forth with finishing off a season with each of the players. My other player in MLB, uh, Vito Pinozo. He's number 20. He's a relief pitcher for the Chicago White Sox. He's a closer, but they always make him like a middle reliever or late reliever. Um, appeared in 72 games in the last season that he played with a record of 13-1, and a .35 ERA, two saves, 129 innings pitched, and 199 strikeouts. So it's safe to say those two are uh, legends in the making in their respective sports. And then Kyle is actually kind of like a co-parent with uh, my NHL player. That's the other career that we're going through. Uh, in NHL 20, our player is James Pilato. He's number 73. Um, was a, they had the uh, audio recording for like when the game announcers announced their names. They had James, so that's just how that worked out. He's a center and plays for the Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, left-handed stick handler. Um, played in 156 games. Has 359 goals, 180 assists for a total of 539 points, 495 hits. Uh, he's the enforcer, so he has plenty of fight wins. Two-time Stanley Cup winner and a two-time Conn Smythe winner as well. So when there's no sports on TV, I make really good athletes and see how well they can do. Haven't won a championship in MLB. I'm looking to try and push for that at some point. Uh, but the White Sox and Orioles are, are pretty shit as a team. And they're in tough divisions, so that's gonna we're we're gonna see how that goes. Um, Kyle and I'll talk a little bit about it during his portion, but uh, this is James' last season with the Penguins, and then we're gonna move him hopefully over to the Avalanche in uh, some free agency. But that is going to be this portion. Thank you guys for dealing with my big rant and. Uh, and all that. I know I went off a little bit, but I feel like I needed to get that off my chest. And I'm not just speaking as my myself. I'm trying to speak a little bit more for my class uh, as well as everybody else who's in the situation where they got their last portion of their schooling or their senior year uh, taken away. But now we're going to transition into Kyle and I. I feel like that's a good enough transition. Kyle, it's the first time that the people are going to be able to uh, get a grip of somewhat sober you. <laughs> and you won't be hitting on everybody, or you might be hitting on, on me, but I'm the only option now. So we'll really see where your uh, your trials lie. How's quarantine going, bud? I'm wearing shades on indoors. That's how it's going. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense, man. I I, ran, I told you before we started. I ranted for like half an hour about how I'm over this shit, and yeah. they just switched our graduation to September 26th. I saw that email today. <clears throat> Not quite sure how I feel about it, but it's happening. So I'm the age of a person who's graduated 
graduate school. If, I'm only a freshman. <laughs> if they were really fast in grad school, yes. Yeah, because it's like a two-year thing. No, that wouldn't even be fast. They graduate by the time they were like 21, 22. Well, I mean, that if they went through school and didn't uh, bullshit, take a, yeah. Take a rest. <laughs> take a rest. I'm not gonna take lie. a quick snooze. I took a rest my uh, freshman and sophomore year. Yeah. I took a pretty big rest. And then my parents were like, you can either uh, rest some more. go to class <laughs> or you can come back and live at home and go to Metro. And I was like, ah, nope. Wait, you didn't want to go to Metro? Mm-mm. No football team, and uh, I didn't want to live at home. Wow. Which uh, doesn't, doesn't matter anymore. This was totally the first and only choice of colleges I chose. Was the only, did you visit or anything? Yeah. I only visited here, and then my cousins went to, like, UNC, and then a couple of my friends went to CSU, all up north, all yeah. up north schools. So I chose the one way down south. <laughs> yeah, the one way down south and west. Yeah. Way southwest. Uh, after being in Newport News, I could see how this would be like the first place that you stop and then you just never go anywhere. It's like Jesus's home, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> I can't like Newport News for a football camp sucked. Newport News in the military probably doesn't be that isn't that much better. Wait, did you go on that field that was in the like? No, we went to whatever they had like their biggest school, and they had a whole thing of like eight turf fields behind it. I don't. I honestly don't remember what it was called, and it was a while ago now. <clears throat> oh, you went to the fancy part of Newport News. Oh, but we flew into the <laughs> ah roll <'em> up <laughs> part of Newport News. It wasn't like we were uh, at the Ritz or anything. <laughs> no, and when my dad, I mean, I knew that we were going to, and that's kind of just how I, my dad likes to travel. But when it was just him and I for a football camp, it was like uh, Super Six Motel. Super Six. <laughs> And, uh, cause it's only, we were only going to be in the room for like to, to sleep and that's about it. And it was only for two days. So we got the cheapest motel we could find and it happened to be really close to the facility. So that's we got crazy. to sleep in. That's crazy. Since it's close to Washington DC, dude. So I'm going to lead into my dream I had last night. <laughs> so dude, so dude, I'm chilling in my room, you know, mind my own business, you know? Yeah. And I kind of just passed out for like 10 or 15 minutes. But as soon as I passed out, I woke up in my dream, and I was, like, on the phone, and I was watching, like, some news report of some, like, governor or something else, and then they started talking about, like, Watergate and, like, Benghazi and, like, a bunch of different conspiracies and stuff like that. Um, I, like, put all the pieces together and understood why the U.S. government did everything that they do. That they do? Yeah. Now? Yeah. And so, so like, I called the, the U.S. government hotline. I don't know. <laughs> it was like, I just called them and started rambling on. And um, was like, hey, man, I know all your secrets, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. You know, trying to be a Billy badass. And then um, they were like, yeah, so uh, we're going to have to send somebody to your house now. Um, and I was like, oh, shit. So I started calling all my friends on campus. And it was like. I was like, holy shit, the U.S. government knows. <laughs> knows. They sent a hitman out to kill me, you know? I took the blue pill. I took the blue pill. <laughs> yeah, I took the blue pill. And then th- this is all happening in my dorm, like where I live, too. And I was like, I was like, man, that'd be crazy. And so I spent all night just shivering um, in my Captain America underwear. That next girlfriend bought me like four years ago. 
Makes sense. I just just cried myself to sleep because I thought I was going to get murdered by the U.S. government. It's pretty crazy. You know, I worked for you for five years, and then you, like, turn around against me for some reason, you know? Yeah, it's not like governments do that or anything. Too intelligent, you know? Yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> that was one of the things they told you not to talk about the military. That you don't know anything? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they were like, you don't know anything. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> Kiss, baby, kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. I was like, hey, you Adrian. <laughs> he wasn't stupid, okay? He has Bell's palsy. Half of his face doesn't move anyways. He was born like that. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Let's talk about crazy-ass, like, diseases and stuff. We don't need to talk That's about this. That's not dis- COVID. <laughs> we don't need to talk about COVID diseases. <laughs> yeah, no. I gave COVID about as much airtime as I cared to this morning. Yeah, but we can talk about, like... Measles, mumps, and malaria. <laughs> well, I mean, those are all three worse than COVID. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, we never shut down for those. Malaria, though. Malaria, dude. Malaria is horrible. Yeah, I think th- I'm gonna have to fact check myself. <laughs> I think. Well, there's one disease that uh, Europeans are, like, people of European descent are immune to because we went through the Black Plague. That people from Africa wouldn't be. Because they never had to develop those antibodies. I don't know. Dude, this is crazy. This is the definition of malaria. Ready? Ready? Yeah. An intermittent or remittent fever caused by a protozoan parasite that invades the red blood cells. The parasite is transmitted by mosquitoes in many tropical and subtropical regions. So we don't have to worry about this shit here. But <laughs> I mean, if the mosquito comes from, like... The Sahara, then yeah, we'll have to. Dude, be. that 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 must be a buff ass mosquito. It must have some big ass wings. Yeah, and it also <laughs> lasted longer than the three days or whatever their lifespan is. Have you seen that episode of Family Guy where they're trying to give they're pranking Quagmire for Halloween and they keep putting syringes in him? It's like ha, AIDS. Ha, I'm a carrier. It doesn't matter. So <laughs> they fly to Africa. He captures a mosquito and he's like this. Doesn't have a name, so there's no way you have it. And he opens the jar, mosquito stings him, his face just implodes. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's pretty intense. They do some intense stuff. Honestly, I don't think anything... Cartoons. And I said it when I was ranting about it this morning. I don't think anything COVID could do to me would be any worse than what I dealt with last semester. Dude, that's true. When you physically can't get out of your room before you shit your pants and shit all over the floor... And try and squat and shit into a trash bag? Because, yeah, that's... Dude, I'm serious. Next time you say COVID, I'm just going to go, ooh. <laughs> yeah. It's like Mufasa. Ooh. <laughs> say it again. Honestly, that, like, if you, Dan, and I weren't so, like, actually strong and didn't give a shit, we would be the three hyenas from Lion King. Dude, seriously. <laughs> seriously. We just, like, barely make it so that we're some... I mean, my personality is basically Simba in the first half of the movie when he's a child. So, (laughs) it's like, you want to hear me roar? Yeah. No, I feel like I was Simba, and then you and Dan were Timon and Pumbaa, and you guys got me to drink the Kool-Aid, and now I'm like... who's Timon, dude? (laughs) If I call Dan a pig, he's going to have some weird body issues. He's going to have some body issues. I'll have some body issues if you call me Timon. So... That's true. So you're Pumbaa, he's Timon, and that'll give him a healthy um, obsession to where he's... Because he was like, Timon was like slim thick. 
He's like really slim. He was the thick. He was the dancer one of the two. That's right. Cause actually, that's one of my favorite parts of any Disney Disney movie. It's like eat my buddy Pumba here because he is a treat. (laughs) That's my favorite part when uh, Timon gets in the uh, hula skirt. Yes. And tries to sell Pumba to the uh, hyenas. Yes. You talk to me. And it does, except for they called him a pig. A pig. They call me Mr. Pig. It's like the best part about being on TikTok is that there's a lot of Polynesian people and like people from them and they do the Pumba or the... Nice. <laughs> you know, uh, dude, I will give the live action credit. Seth Rogen as Pumba was freaking funny. Yeah, but the guy who played Timon was never going to be like yeah, Nathan yeah, Lane. Yeah, yeah, no, There's no way. Nathan Lane is like a, a, a gem of an actor of this generation. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you seen The Birdcage? Yes, of course. <laughs> He blew a bubble while I'm singing. He can't do that while I'm singing. I gotta show you this. Uh, actually, I don't know if I'll be able to find it or not. Used to be. I put it in my favorites. I'm pretty God, sure. God, what a duo for a movie! Robin Williams and Nathan Lane. You kidding me? Robin Williams was who in The Lion King? No, oh, the for the birdcage. Yes. Yeah. What yeah. A duo, and, man. and Robin Williams played like the straight gay guy. Yeah. Ah, I did find it. So this is like my... Nathan Lane played like that. I pierced the toast. (laughs) No. You say, Albert, you pierced the toast. So what? He is seriously a hidden gem. Yes. And that's a hidden gem of a movie. I mean, we were watching clips of his stand-up. He was... His mind... I'm... Like, when he did his stand-up, I'm pretty sure that's just how his mind worked. Which would be exhausting every single day to be that kind of uh, where you say one thing and you already have eight taglines coming up behind it. That'll be a fun Snapchat for whoever you're sending it to and you get Rocky in the background. (laughs) Why is Jimmy looking over your shoulder? Okay, you gotta watch this one. I know you're not a TikTok fan, but I think you'll like this one. I'm gonna wait until you're done on your phone. Because I know you're not paying attention. Oh, I'm totally paying attention. I know it doesn't make sense for you because girls just flock to you. But for my brother and I, who actually have to work at relationships, that is 110% how we sell each other. And it doesn't work because we're not as attractive as we think we are. (laughs) I love how you you ended that. Not as attractive as my confidence is. (laughs) As my family tells me. I'm not the most handsomest boy in the world like my grandmother used to say. Wait, 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 wait. Grandma used to tell you that? Hmm? Mine too, dude. I know. My mom tells me. She's like, son, you're so handsome. You're 25. Right? Well, honestly, that makes sense because she's trying to get you married so that she can start getting some grandkids. It's true, dude. She really wants grandkids, dude. It's weird. You gave her number to Earl, so now Earl's going to be like... Monty Python reference. I'll give you the shout out. (laughs) And now for something completely different. different. 
I actually have a podcast that that's one of their transitions because they do multiple segments on their show. So they go from it's like a, a genius idea. No, it was. <clears throat> I didn't know it was Monty Python. I just thought that it was funny. <laughs> you know, Life of Brian's on Netflix. Seriously? Yes. I have not seen Life of Brian, but I am a huge fan of Spamalot. Did we? Dude, which yes. is yes. which is Monty Python and the Holy Grail, but the musical version. My grandma actually took me to saw, see that at the Buell in downtown. Buell. Mm-hmm. Wow. I had a pair of coconuts for about two years, so I had, I could be the horseman. Is that close to the Gothic? Um, I think it's around there. Cause I went to a concert. At the Gothic once. The Buell is like the actual stage theater. Cause I was like 16, and I made out with like some weird emo chicks. <laughs> and so did my boy Lucas. What? what uh, Dude, it was like like hardcore heavy. Like, yeah, I'm going to fucking eat your kids, you know? Oh. That kind of music. Okay. You know? um, but so like, when we went there, we were just, we were trying to fit in, you know? Because I was wearing pretty much what I got on now. Um, which makes me look like I'm from the West Coast. <laughs> you look um, like you could be in the Californians. You know that yeah, skit on yeah. SNL? Yeah. yeah. That's what you so, look like. So, like, we, we showed up rolling hot, you know, because we were totally fitting in. But we liked the music, and so we were just going after all these emo chicks, and we'd meet up. You know how you do, like, when you're a young teenager? You're like, dude, who can get more numbers? Who can, like... Yeah. Who's, who's, we used who's to do that with hugs, people? though, because that's the level of... Jiggle that do I that was. Now, well, they can't do that now. <clears throat> no, we wouldn't be able to do that now. But like <laughs> that was the level of gigolo that I can get to. If I can convince a girl to give me a hug, I was in. Unless you did it in front of the U.S. government, and then you could be like free hugs, yeah. And then they'd be like, "How do you know this isn't real?" <laughs> I also. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man! They're gonna come after you're in my like. This is gonna bounce off of the satellite that shows that you're in Dude, my room. No. I'm gonna be ambushed later tonight. Shoot. Hopefully I'm sleeping, because I didn't sleep very much last night. Just because I had slept most of the day, so I was yeah, like... <laughs> that makes sense. It makes sense. When you sleep most of the day, you're up at night. That's why I did a two-a-day today, so that by the time I do lay down, I'm going to be like, fucking done. It's over with. Well, you worked out this morning and this afternoon? Yeah, this morning's workout was not good, though. I was trying to do, like... I would run from the metal grate up all the way to Taylor... Which is a lot farther and a lot yeah, steeper a than lot it looks. Farther and steeper than it looks. I was gonna do an ultimate frisbee there once. You know, it's really cool. Um. <laughs> I was gonna do a down like jog or like run until I jogged up mm-hmm. and then walk back. I jogged about three quarters of the way up to where you get that little cutoff diagonal to go to the main steps in Taylor, and I was like, "This is gonna be a bad idea." I ended up doing three instead of five like I wanted to, and I walked back to my... five, man. I couldn't. Did you, walk, did you walk back with your head down? You're like, you fat piece of shit. Kind of. And then I laid down and passed out for two and a half hours, but I also looked at my watch, and it didn't... Because it counts me as exercising. My heart rate is over a certain number, and I had gotten my heart rate to the point where it didn't come back down to normal for like another 45 minutes. So I was sleeping and still working out technically. So to the, uh, to the since we're talking about wardrobes here, um, to the 15 listeners. <laughs> hey, depending on the episode, sometimes there's 53, sometimes there's nine. You just never know. <laughs> you just... That's why I wanted somebody else on the show because I feel like they're getting tired of listening to me. Maybe. 
which I is I don't get tired listening to you. Also, it's called center of attention. The fuck you expect? Through the attention. Um, but so Jimbo Slice over here has a has a fucking Western State football shirt, but it Circa. used to be a T-shirt. <laughs> Circa <clears throat> now 1992. Now it's a cutoff. Yeah, this was my dad's shirt way back when. And then there was a hole here and a hole here, like where before where the arm meet, met the armpit. So I just decided, you know, let the guns fly. Where the arm met the pit. Where the arm met the pit. Dude, and this we, should, way, we should go direct that movie right now. Where the arm met the pit. There's a lot of different ways that script can exactly. be written. Exactly. So many ways. I don't, I don't really want to go into detail. We can work on that. That can be something that we... We we got plenty of time now. We do have plenty of time. Although tomorrow is we actually do a shit home video, like a shit one. I'm gonna need you to film my portions of my uh, trapeze project. Really? Well, I mean, yeah, you will. Not not today. I honestly don't know what I'm doing. Wait, what were you saying about tomorrow? No clue. You were like tomorrow is like. Oh, tomorrow is one month before we're done. Oh, shit. April 9th. Damn. And May 9th was supposed to be graduation, but now that's just going to be the day everybody goes home. Did you have your interview for the painting job yet? I did. How I'm did just it? waiting on word from... DeBoss. DeBoss. <clears throat> that's something I'm very confident in that I could do. Paint? Dude, absolutely. Yeah. And do maintenance. Yeah. It's, it's not just painting. It's just yeah. Just, just a good, wholesome job, you know? I'm probably going to do maintenance when I go back home. That'd be pretty good. You're going to go back home for a while? Uh, I'm going to be at home for, till at least September. Because I'm, if they're going to move it to a, a September 26th, like they are, yeah. which is some, which is a date that I could make it to, yeah, I'm going to be here. You're going to come back here? Yeah. I wouldn't have come back in December, but that's like reasonable enough. Dude, I got a Subaru. You can, you can live in my car. I'll get you a little pocket shower. It's my new invention, dude. I'll show it to you one day. <laughs> that was the, when we were watching the Burt Kreischer special. He's like, take a couple of horse bats. What? Pits, pits and pussies. Let's go. Because I've not, I could not tell you how many times, especially since there's six of us in our house and our hot water doesn't. That's a lot of. Doesn't last a whole long, doesn't last a whole while. It was, uh, we called them military showers, but it was basically pits and sack and get out. And sometimes it wasn't even because there was five showers before you. Sometimes the dishwasher had to be ran while you were in the shower, and that's no fun. <clears throat> yeah. Because the water gets scalding hot and then goes ball cold in the next second. What? Uh. The homies. Ah. With, with, with kittens. With un gato. Gato? Un gato. Just one. Is a cat, yeah. One garbage can. <laughs> yes. We can go with that. Wait, so... You know, for the longest time, when I was growing up, I sucked at any foreign language. Every single one of them. Every single one of them that I actually, like, tried. So, like, Italian, couldn't do it. Yeah. China, couldn't do it. Chinese is difficult. <laughs> I knew Spanish? How to... Fuck. 
I just get confused because some of their words sound exactly like ours. <laughs> that would be the same thing with Italian. <clears throat> Chinese was difficult. I could barely say thank you when I was there. I knew how to say thank you, and I had my translator. Is that Domo Arigato, Mr. Robato? It's Japanese. Ah. Not all Asians speak the same same language. <laughs> um, no, thank you in Chinese is Shishin and I knew that from uh, Rush Hour. Because they go to China in the second one, <laughs> and he says, Shishin and then I would always get in my head, it's like, I don't know if I'm saying it correctly or with a good accent. But also, if I say it with a That's really... That's when you call Jackie Chan, because he's on my speed dial. But <laughs> if I said it with a really good accent, is that more racist? Because I'm round eye, and then I'm like, oh, Shishia. Shishia, thank you. See a big American <laughs> white male. Just go, Shishia. All of a sudden, I have a top bun and a robe, <laughs> and everybody's like, "What? what? What's going on?" You're like, you're like how um, that one actor who's big nowadays who plays in all the Will Ferrell movies with him, John C. Riley. Yes, he's the, so. the stepbrother yeah. and stepbrothers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he was in Anger Management with Adam Sandler as a monk. <laughs> yeah, I could see you doing that. Pretty much, I could totally see you doing that. Yeah, because when you were in China, the girls really liked, because they'd never seen black people before, so they really liked our team, because we had a lot of um, African-American guys on our team. And we then downhill with all the... <laughs> I'm not going, like, full on. Full we were, on. We were downhill. I'm not going full on shit can racist, but uh, they liked me when they saw that I had my tattoo. Because they did not see a lot of people with tattoos, or the people who did have tattoos were in the triads. And I did not have, I was not in the triads, so I didn't have to deal with that. But I only had two tattoos back when I went to China. Really? And I was also a day's travel away from where this whole thing started. So no, I was never exposed. They didn't eat bats where I was because they did not live there. I was 80 miles south of Russia. Guano? <laughs> <laughs> Chicago Chicago No uh, We were 80 miles south of Russia So in the winter time it's the ice capital of the world That's true But when we were there it was hot It was 100 degrees and 100% humidity It was the kind of hot where you Decide whether or not you're gonna shower Because it's really hot Well there's no We were on the 5th floor of the dorm There's no elevators So and the showers were on the first floor across the courtyard. So you were either deciding Came about to... about five feet short. And you were sitting five feet away. <laughs> you were either deciding to uh, start sweating, walking down to the shower, shower, get clean, get your clothes on. By the time you walk back up to your room, you're sweating, like, disgusting again already. So You know what just came to my mind? It was really weird. I was thinking about Russia and this sport has nothing to do with Russia. But I was thinking about those first pitch throwers... Yeah. Like at baseball games, yeah. you know? I, the first time I ever threw a baseball, believe it or not, um, the stature of the man I am today. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, I like, I threw a ball just like one of them. You know, instead of the ball going forwards, it went you backwards. let go before you start the forward arm throwing motion. So the ball freezes in time behind your head, yes. just falls flat. And then, most magically, like a huge crowd just starts booing you all of a sudden. And you're like, dude, I total mistake. First time, you know? 
How old were you? 12? Dude, I was like 18. <laughs> this is like last week. <laughs> Before they had the quarantine, I was practicing with one of the teams on the field. Yeah. I was just not... They no. were like, they were like, yo, Kyle, you're more of a catcher. You're more of a catcher. <laughs> Which is funny because that's what you hear in other areas of your life too. <laughs> Go out there, receive some catches. We'll try. Keep your mid open. Keep your. <laughs> See when we're not. We tried to slide into home plate. When we're not completely hammered, we can be subtle with our naughty humor. Uh, no, I was the kid that picked up the ball, threw it across the yard, and broke one of the fence posts. So your dad was like, and we have a pitcher. And we have a pitcher. <laughs> I, I, did, I don't even like baseball. You're going to be a pitcher. <laughs> then when you get a baseball thrown at you, and it hits you because you're bending down to pick up another one, I just added a whole different complex to that story. Sorry, guys <laughs> and gals <laughs> and all of the others. Um it's okay. It's okay. When Guy you, and girl. Yeah. When you... Dude, it's 2020, man. Gotta give everybody... I'm only saying that because anyway. of the nine listeners. <laughs> um, we know who you are. <laughs> anyway. So, like, when you're bending down to pick up the other baseball and your brother's dick and he just throws a ball at you, oh. hits you in the ass, and they're like, oh, harder. Then your dad yells, oh, we have a catcher. <laughs> <laughs> No. I would never say, uh, Daddy, if I got hit with a ball. No. Probably not be a thing I'd want to say. Because that was weird how I, like, the father was already involved in that story. He was. Yeah, that's, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I did not mean to go that. Yeah, just leave the subtlety to me at this point. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I told you about the time where I had a big-ass knot on my forehead, right, from baseball? Wait, no. So, my team used to use, like, a machine to throw batting practice in situations so that they didn't throw out their arms. And my dad was running the machine, and we were doing a scrimmage or whatever, and I was playing catcher. And the bases were loaded, and a guy does a swinging bunt, and it rolls back to the mound. And all of a sudden, my dad is in the Game 7 of the World Series, and he's about to throw out the the game winning game ending out at home turns you around turn this into a pickup line turn done it turns <laughs> around goes out spins around catches the ball turns around sees me like 10 feet away and he's 65 and 300 pounds so he goes boom throws it as hard as he can for whatever reason my glove was here and I couldn't get it here fast enough Ooh. so it went boom, right into the middle of my forehead i had a knot with seams for a week and then it just turned into a big red scab that I picked off because I'm, I'm the kid who used to pick his scabs. Save save me from myself. <laughs> save me from myself. Yeah, dude, I used to pick my scabs too. That's why I have a lot of scars. Well, that's my main one. And then these ones. But those are from surgery. From surgery. Yeah. You had shoulder surgery too? Mm-hmm. Jesus. That's the only surgery I've had. If you, yeah, surgery. I call my other thing from last semester a procedure. <laughs> a medical <laughs> procedure. My therapist told me that it was time to start talking about it, and calling it a procedure takes away some of the stigma of it. Yeah, dude. Oh, I had, 
I had a tube stuck down my throat to see if they could cauterize the bleeding from there, and it was an artery. How far to go before you start choking? <laughs> see, they gave me propofol before, so my body was awake, but my mind was... <laughs> You're like, it was like swallowing, man? As high as you could ever... <laughs> Be in your entire life. I don't care what it is. Just put it in my mouth. I, it was, I don't care anymore. But it's not like anesthesia where you're asleep. Yeah, but you're like seeing this tube and you're just being like, that's really far. Honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, honestly, I was like awake for the entire thing. I remember <laughs> coming to and they had... <laughs> <laughs> they had put the thing in my mouth so that I couldn't close it. <laughs> And they had stupid game you play with your family. And like, they had oh, to tie oh. me, tie my arms to the bed because I was like <laughs> fighting against what they were doing. <laughs> well, I would be. It too. was the most awkward Dude, I've seen scene. This video. It was the most enough, awkward scene to wake up to. As to uh, I'm, I can't swallow because I have the thing in my mouth, <laughs> and I'm like, ha, ah, ah. ha. <laughs> as, as you're I didn't know to if lift I, the arm restraints off. As, <laughs> I went to sleep in a hospital. I woke up in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> and yeah, no, that was like the most unsettling part about the entire thing was the fact that they gave me when they gave me the propofol. I was like, my mind was awake. My mind was awake. But my body, or my body was awake, but my mind was asleep. And then they gave me dilated because I was being a bitch about my back hurting, <laughs> and I was just being a bitch and complaining because I was tired of sitting in the ICU. And the woman goes, "Oh, you're in pain. You want some dilated?" And she, because she had been dealing with me for like the last two nights in a row, <laughs> and she puts the dilated in my IV, and I go from, "It's just, I'm just." <laughs> so you're looking over at your arm restraints, like tying them tighter. I actually with your brain <laughs> didn't need to be restrained after that first day, but apparently I don't like big long tubes being shoved all the way down my throat to my stomach. So I would, and I'm bigger than most of the doctors and other people who work there. My they're asking my dad, it's like, you want to hold him down? And he's like, no, because I don't. Dude, this is the shit we talk about sober. We're kind of fucked. <laughs> no, like, no. Like, I think our drunk ones just make way less more sense, but are more politically correct. <laughs> I don't think this is not politically correct. This is just, it's the first time that I've been talking about this, and I'm trying to have a little bit of a comedic element to it so that, you know, the nightmares... You mean the entire 40-minute, like, the entire, like, 40-minute plot to a really shitty porno that you just blurred blurted out of your mouth hole. Yeah, but it also <laughs> was the medical professionals trying to save my life. That's, that's how what close you call them now. That's the slippery slope that you walk down like like they said in Ted too. You're always 3 clicks away from black cock. Hmm. Yep, that's true. Yeah, no, the more that you discover the internet and the fact that this lives on the internet. Wait, there's no way I could go on your laptop right now. I would rather you not just because I want to keep this one clean. <laughs> and 
I was just, when I was playing I was playing Grand Theft Auto the other day and one of the you have to go in and clear like some corporate guy's laptop yeah. because he has like eighty thousand pop ups because he clicked on the singles near you want to hook up <laughs> and he clicked on that one and like eight more popped up so I just had to clear one of those laptops where all you're doing is surfing porn and I don't necessarily dude want... I'm serious dude I'm sorry this this scenario just popped into my brain. Um, <laughs> So, from thin air, watch this crazy shit. Because I'm going to forget what I'm talking about. Halfway through, yeah. I'm going to have to try and figure out where you're going with this before you start. But go ahead. (laughs) I'll try and keep you steered on the road somewhere. So, holy shit. Speaking, uh, since we're in quarantine, that's all you have to do, man, is just surf the internet. (laughs) So, like, if I was a single man again, you know, I I would make the mistake of clicking the singles. In your area, slutty singles in your area, looking to cheat on their husbands or some shit. Whatever fantasy you guys are into these days. But, so, like, I was just thinking about it. I would click it way too many times. Because I would would go in there on Monday, Wednesday come around, fuck, I haven't scanned the internet in, like, two hours. Yeah. Like, singles in your area. Damn it, they got me again. Blackcock, fuck! That's where I wanted to end the story. Have you, With the black cop. <laughs> have you been caught? Wait, like, what? No, not like walk, them walked in on you while you were doing it, but like they... Watching disc- black porn? No. Yes. <laughs> where they discovered that you had been watching porn on the computer. Because I, I was caught because I thought I was clearing the history, but apparently I wasn't, or I didn't clear the history back far enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you know how the... Because it was the first time that I had done it on my own, and you know how the first time you just continue to search because you're like, wow, wow, wow. You'd be... Dude, you'd be, you'd be pleasantly surprised at my search history. No, but like... And dude, only half of it is BBC White Team. That's only... That's only no, but that was the. This is why I said it because uh, they called me into the room, asked me about the search history and why it was. Uh, it was probably like because my mom still gets some of the spam emails from the fact that I had opened up so many windows on our computer, yeah. and one of them is big black, big beautiful black women want to be with you. Yes. It's like, what the, what, what is big beautiful black women? I was like, well, I was, you see one? I was doing uh, research for my biology project and I typed in baby gorillas. <laughs> it just got like <laughs> as bad as possible. Dude, you could have said, you could have said, dude, I just thought about this. Don't even know how. Dude, instead of BBW, dude, you could have just said, oh, dude, I was looking at a BMW. Uh, that would have been a lot better, but dude, you know, I was like, you could have backed out of that one. And your I, parents know what you're doing, right? Dude, oh, they, they always know. They always they knew catch before, me doing anything. They knew before I walked in. But like, if you show the effort to be like, no, nah, I meant to put in BMW. See, I thought I was doing that, but it, then it didn't make sense that you were looking up. It'd be like nice try. But they also nice no, they went with it just because I don't think that they wanted to admit what really had happened, or they. Or I was that good and actually convinced them that I yeah, wasn't. I don't think you're that good. I wasn't, and that was the worst excuse of all time. But they were like, "Okay, okay." So now, whenever they refer to it, they refer refer to it as my science experiment. Your science experiment? Because that's what that's I told a them. Clever ass joke. Well, that's I told them I was looking up information for my project <laughs> on on baby gorillas because I really was 
doing a project on baby gorillas, but that was, yeah. so yeah, that was my most embarrassing, probably. Wow. That's, that's pretty cool, though. <clears throat> Your science experiment. Yeah, my science experiment. Hey. Okay, Dexter. <laughs> and then it just turned into my dad, like, don't take long showers. You don't need to condition your hair that much. That was kind of fucked up, dude. I just thought about this. My dad, coolest man alive, though. I love my dad with all my heart. and He's, like, one of the biggest inspirations. Um, but? To this day, with uh, with all of the people and all the men I've ever mm-hmm. met. He's he's definitely up there. He's, he's an amazing guy. But, um... I just remember, that used to be his trick, because I used to watch Dexter's Laboratory, you know, because <laughs> early 90s kid, you know. Um, so every time I'd, like, bring home, like, a C or, like, a D on a report card, he'd be like, good job, Dexter. <laughs> that, was his, that was his entire freaking, just, he, he enjoyed the shit out of it, yeah. because I used to watch it. He used to, that used to be my obsession. <laughs> <laughs> I started porn and women late. I went straight into like. I was Power shit. Rangers, Power Rangers Dude, Power until Rangers. I found porn, and then it was bad. <laughs> and then the and then they yeah. <laughs> and then they switched streams, <laughs> and we couldn't come like they <laughs> probably come. You could get your come when back. we were. I think we you were trying to avoid saying come back when uh, <laughs> we were quarantined over break. And we were so we got to the point where my brothers and I were so bored we were watching Power Rangers, yeah. and the act like the comparisons and the critiques you have of a Power Rangers episode or the comparisons and the critiques that you have of a porno. It's like well, I could tell where the script was going. <laughs> she was looking directly at the camera when she said it. I didn't feel like she meant the words that she said, but she was just saying them because it meant a paycheck. She's really ashamed of what she's doing and didn't really want to be in the picture, but it was a free 50 bucks and a tattoo, and you were like, oh, cool. But Wait, yeah. what Power Rangers were you watching? Dude? dude, there's so many Power Rangers. There's like 18 different kinds of Power Rangers. I, I did. saw one trying to sell drugs or sell the body for $50 and a tattoo. No, I'm saying like the people that ended up being in the show were in the show for 50 bucks and a tattoo. The actors, the actors. But it ended up being a great show, so like... Well, I mean, it went on for way too long, and it's still going on. That's what they yeah. showed me, and the new one was what I couldn't... I napped so hard. It was one of those naps where you wake up in your nap, and you think that you're actually awake, and then when you really wake up, my brother thought I was drunk. Because I was got up and started stumbling and slurring my words. And I wasn't, really? because <clears throat> I was sober over break. alcohol hmm good it's the only thing you do yeah <laughs> does fucking vatican canceled easter that still blows my mind dude you can never get over it though it's the rebirth of christ <laughs> <laughs> i saw something since easter is canceled it was like a mom's a mom posted something on Instagram. It's like, so what are we telling the kids this year? The Easter Bunny has COVID nineteen, or he's uh, practicing social distancing and didn't want to come over. <laughs> okay, Peggy, stand right there. The Easter Bunny is gonna come within six feet and launch an egg straight to your face. Catch it, honey. <laughs> that's my favorite. One. And that's how Peggy got Corona. I don't know. <laughs> That's how Peggy got Corona. 
Mom, Dad keeps saying he has corona. Albert, I thought I told you to throw that cheap Mexican beer away. What? What? What happened? Why do you have it? What happened? It was a thirty-six rack for four bucks. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense actually. Oh uh, yeah, I saw Natty Light, dude. Bruh, I used to drink so much of that in high school. <laughs> When the weather gets, like, really warm and hopefully they start opening stuff up down here. We're only supposed to be on on lockdown until, like, the 26th yeah. or something. Oh, so check this shit out. Check this shit out. Thinking of this, and maybe I just forgot what I said, was thinking about, like, five seconds ago. Damn it. Happens to me all the time. I'll get back to it. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll, I'll, we'll come full circle. Probably. Once again. Yeah. We learned that from the, from Voice of the Valley. This is technically Voice of the Valley, too. Dude, this is technically Voice of the Valley. Because Ray was not going to be here anyways. you got to keep it. Your... X, X, X. L. Yeah, I know. For I'm... extra large men. I was going to say, I was like, yeah, X, X, no, L. I know, I'm fat. I got together. it. No, the two of us together could make an X, 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 L individual. Okay. You're like 90 pounds lighter than I am. How much do you weigh? 260. Okay, so 80 pounds. 80 pounds. Okay. 80 pounds. That makes it better. That's like a, that's like a number 11 at Arby's, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had, when I worked at Arby's, I had stress dreams about the specialty side of the, <laughs> did you, of the line. Did you wake yourself up with a wet dream? No, not a wet dream. all of the roast beef Not sandwiches. a wet dream. I had a stress dream where, like... I was working in my dream and it was the way that my brain memorizes really important stuff like that because I went to work the next day and knew how to make all the specialty sandwiches but in my dream I couldn't make a single one. So I was just getting yelled at for eight hours while I was dreaming that I was working at Arby's on the specialty line. Oh, yes. I miss you. (laughs) It's Austin. (laughs) Okay. I miss that bitch. That's what we used to do throughout the halls. Just, um, yes! <clears throat> oh, man. I saw my first Chris Delia, Delia? podcast today. It's Delia. It's Delia. Okay, same thing. Um, anyway, dude steals, like, all my jokes. <laughs> or do you steal all his jokes? <laughs> it's so cute. It's so cute. He's so cute. My roommate, dude. My roommate was like the biggest Chris Delia fan, dude. And he would come in. He would come in every day. And no matter what you did, whether it was good or bad, like you drop like a glass and like shatter it, he'd just all of a sudden go straight into Delia. Into the Delia zone. And then just be like, yes, dude. <laughs> every single time you did something. Yes, dude. And then I saw his podcast today. Yeah. And he says that all the time. I showed you when he was on uh, The Fighter and the Kid that I listened to, and the guy interrupted yes. him. He's like, ooh! ooh. did that the first fo- podcast, dude. Probably. Ooh! No, you tried to, but you were blacked out, so you couldn't. Oops! <laughs> <laughs> what sentence ends with at? Zero of them? Okay, then you interrupted me, and that's an oops. See, dude, see, you could do that with any word in the English language. Let's take dick, for example. If you start talking, 
and let's say I interrupted you. Yeah. You could say Derek, and then I could just fire back since I'm born to be stand-up comedian. I just fire back with, "Wow, didn't you know you could hold a dick in your mouth for that long?" <laughs> I didn't know that you were destined to be a stand-up comedian. No, I'm not. That was my joke. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, now oh, I Jesus get it. Christ, Some of these man. are like ninjas; they sneak up on you. <laughs> they sneak up on. You. That's my favorite Robin Williams stand-up bit, though, is when he's, uh, how do you go? Crucifixion, resurrection, <laughs> giant bunny chocolate eggs. And I know you don't want to be spreading jelly in the grass going, come on, let's find Jesus, come on. But yeah, so what, what happens this year with Easter? Does Jesus just stay dead all year? Or uh, does Lent never end? Dude, <laughs> dude, I feel sorry. The world will go to absolute shit if they don't cancel Lent when what? they cancel Easter. And Lent just keeps going, and all you God-loving, God-fearing human beings out there are going to be really stuck-up people. <laughs> like, this is gonna what be, you say? This is going to be the year when you actually give up something that you should have for Lent. You're going to be like, God... Damn it. The one year I take it serious, and it never ends. Dude, the the year it never ends, right? Dude, you're going to have some Christian or Catholic human being, whatever. Um, <laughs> I was kind of fucked up. I know what it is. It's Jehovah's Witness. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Mormons. <laughs> Joseph, I lost my train of thought again. Joseph Smith. <laughs> Was persecuted and kicked out of New York and had to flee flee to Utah. That's why they all live in Utah now. Austin said, "I miss you too, babe." Austin looked like a girl from behind. So, hey, hey. we used to have a guy on the football team who had long blonde hair that played went center. No, damn it. No, he was a receiver. Wide receiver. Wide receiver. Wide receiver. Not a tight end. Not a, he started as a tight end. He started at a tight end? As his hair grew, Damn, turned four into years a wide later, uh, they switched me positions. Can you believe those? But, uh, Can you believe those grizzly You know the, the really badass linebacker this year, Dez? Did you go to any of the football games? I went to, like, legit all of the home games, yeah. Yeah, so Dez, the really good li- middle linebacker? Yeah, I did. Right. He was the one that would hit people, and everybody in the stands would go, Oh, like, he, he's, he's the kind of linebacker that hits somebody and nobody knows if the guy's going to stand up again. Um, wow. But he, apparently, before I got here, was at a party with Griggs. So he was a chef? Yes. Because he was cooking vegetables. Cooking, cook, cooking <laughs> vegetables. That's a good one. I actually like that. Uh, Dude, I'm bit, smarter than I think I'm not. Little bit Needs a little bit better of a setup, and then you can really throw the punchline in there. But... Uh, Griggs, who's the long receiver with the long blonde hair, and I mean honestly, football guys have nice butts. And if I saw Dude, well, it's all about the baseball boys. Okay? If I saw a football butt on a girl, I would very much enjoy it. <clears throat> <laughs> because okay. I know that'd okay. be strong. Let's take Vince Wilfork's butt, <laughs> paste it on. No, no, a I mean like woman. I mean like a Luke Keekley or. Maybe, oh, maybe, dude, an Adam Adam Keighley, maybe an dude, Adam Thielen. Maybe an Adam Thielen, but yeah. You got a nice little 
received the back. Okay, <laughs> getting out of the game matrix. Um, out of the end zone. We're, yes. Because we're, we're well, throwing touchdowns to wide receivers. Getting out of the game matrix to go back into the game matrix. <laughs> Dez sees Griggs at a party, and it was Did like... Did come out of the game matrix? And it's like, um, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry when David yeah. Spade's like this. And Dez walks up behind Griggs and goes, mm, dibs. And then Griggs turns around and he has a goatee and he's like, what's up, bro? I don't think they're going to like you after they hear this podcast. Who? Oh, those two? Maybe. I mean, I'm pretty sure more people, like, it wasn't just a football party. Which I, did, I haven't gone to since my sophomore year, because I've been a good RA. <laughs> and I just pre-game with my residents before the parties. Drop the mic. <laughs> no, the mic's in its own little stand. It's cool. It looks like a pill. That's better than what I thought you were going to say. A pillness? <laughs> yeah, a pillness. <laughs> a pillness. What are we at? 120? We can end it if you want. We can, we can do this. <laughs> I know we could go for a, a while. We'll probably cut. We can probably do this. An hour and a half? Yeah. Like 10 more minutes? Yeah, we'll start playing a song. Nine more minutes of ear bleeding action. We'll play a, a song to lead everybody out at that point. We'll probably do this more than just this once. Yeah. If you want. That'd be okay for me to sing that after quarantine's over. That would be. <laughs> I'm coming out. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry when Bing Rames is the big ass guy that dude, they find out is that's gay. That's hilarious that's, that it's Bing Rames. It's, yeah. And he played Marcellus Wallace in Pulp Fiction. That's hilarious. I'm every woman. It's all in me. <laughs> Whoa. I can see. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I can see Terry Crews singing that song. Yeah, Terry Crews. Terry Crews has the. Uh, shirtless. I meant what? Terry Crews has the. Uh, if I could fall into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> I love this song. Wait, you aren't black? <laughs> You're not white? <laughs> Negro, please. <laughs> Negro, please. <laughs> That's the funniest part of that whole movie. <laughs> you lied to me about your race? <laughs> You know what they say. Once you go black, you're going to need a wheelchair. Hi, Darnell. It was so great (laughs) catching up with you last night. Yeah, get out of here. Just hold her away. (laughs) Oh, my God. Tiffany. Yeah, you were thinking it, but you said it. Wow. Dude, White Chicks was the best. Wow, dude. I feel like Cellulite Sally on a daily basis. (laughs) You've seen Dodgeball, right? Yeah. Number double zero, Martha Johnstone. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> we used to call my brother Martha Johnstone. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. He so had a little bit of a weight problem. He used to grab bear claws two at a time. And they would just get lodged right in this region. Wow. Tommy boy. Yes. 
Tommy Bizoy. Tommy what? Wingy. <laughs> Tommy boy. It's messed up how that movie starts. How does it start? You know, a lot of people go to college for seven years. Yeah, they're called doctors. <laughs> they're called doctors. My brother, the quarterback this year for Northern Colorado, was a seventh-year senior. <laughs> Wait, the quarterback? <laughs> yes. He had two medical... Dude, I probably know. Probably went to high school with him. You probably went to high school with him. Jason Nip. Jason Nip. Yeah, I don't know where he went to high school, but he was a seventh-year senior. So how old is he, like 24? <laughs> no... He was like uh, 20, he's your age, like 25, 26. <laughs> and he was finishing, I'm sure, because uh, Northern Colorado has a lot of master's programs, so they, you're yeah. technically a junior, Jeez. but they put you in here, because that's how my brother's going to be, because he had, took so many AP tests um, and got credit that way, so he's already a sophomore, I think. He's finishing his sophomore year this year. So he'll finish his uh, undergrad with a master's. Do you what? finish his undergrad he'll finish his undergrad with a master's well i mean he's halfway through his undergrad at the end of this year and then he'll need to be there for five years because they how do you spell this dude's name k-n-i-p-p really i'm pretty sure i never really like it says he died in 2004 dude that is not him <laughs> <laughs> that is a different nip <laughs> that's a, that's a different just it's not you, you could just look up for. University of Northern Colorado starting quarterback because he has been the starting quarterback since you know 2012. Because I can't just type UNC because it would be like North, North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, and North Carolina is not even a football school. Yeah. And now we've come full circle as there's no sports, so I'm losing my mind, literally and figuratively. Any luck? I'm not sure if he was from the Broomfield area or not. The Broomfield? The Broomfield. It's hard growing up in those streets. I played baseball in those streets. I used to play at BIP. He says it was Tim Tankick. No. Or Sean Rubalacaba. I'll find it. I'll find it. Or Jiron Walters. Whoops. Didn't close out. That's actually a name I've never heard before. Holy shit. Nip. Northern. Gyron. Jacob Nip. Northern Colorado. It's Jacob Nick? Jacob Nip. He's from Arvada. He went to Roston Valley. He went to Ralt. And he's from Broomfield. Well, I mean, kind of. <clears throat> 2018 played in three games as team starting quarterback before an injury sidelined him. He just played in 2019, so that's two seasons. 2017, played in team's first four and a half games before an injury forced him to miss the rest of the season. 2016, which was my freshman year, his first sophomore year. His, his first sophomore year. He graduated in 2013. He had three of them, folks. <laughs> sophomore year number undu entre. Says he's been playing football five seasons. <laughs> Seven. Seven seasons! Because he, he graduated. When did you graduate high school? 2013? Yes. Hmm. I got that right. More right than I expected myself to. I graduated in 2016. 
So I graduated yeah. high school when you were supposed to be a junior in college. Well, they lost a game 50 to nothing last year. Northern Colorado? Yeah. Yeah. Northern Colorado didn't have the best season last year. That's why their coach got fired. Sacramento State. Uh, yes. I got. I went to their game against um, Cal Poly. Cal Poly? Yeah, they had a lot of Polys. Poly? A lot of Polys on the team. Big Maui-looking guys. That's hot. I don't know if that's racist or not, but... No. Anything else you want the people to know before we wrap it up? I think I played the stroke at the end of the last episode, but I think I know what song I'm playing at the end of this episode now. Don't play the stroke, dude. It's not going to be the stroke. (laughs) It's between two. Anything else you want the people to know before we wrap it up? No, we're probably going to play a couple games of... uh... We're going to co-parent our child, James. Get him off the Penguins, get him onto the Avs. I talked about James in my rant this morning. Wow, seriously? Yeah, two-time Stanley Cup winner, two-time Con Smythe. Uh, oh, I actually have his stats, and this is before Give we me played. Your stats, dude. This is before we played the other night. See what this quarantine's doing to America. <laughs> played in 156 games, 359 goals, 180 assists for a total of 539 points, 495 hits, two-time Stanley Cup, two-time Con Smythe. Dude, NHL players don't even have those stats. After 12 After years. After 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> We're on a little bit of an accelerated path. Um, yeah, anyways, this is going to be the end of episode 19 of Center of Attention. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to follow the Twitter page, at um, COAPod73. Uh, we'll, I posted the couple TikToks that I've made so far on there. Um, I'll post more behind-the-scenes stuff and the polls and stuff for verses on there. So be sure to follow them. Follow me on Twitter at Jimmy Pilato, me on Instagram at Proud underscore WAP. And when you listen to this show, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please um, give a five-star review and or five-star rating and leave a review. Um, that's how they start monetizing, start advertising their podcast, however you want to uh, look at it. So that'll help out the show a lot. But uh, now I guess we'll see you guys on Monday for another sports episode.